Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast, here to help you show up with the fullest expression of you. This is a place where we will explore the latest trends in fashion and design and the magic of aligning those external expressions with your true, authentic self. I'm your host, Jill Pagano, custom men's wardrobe stylist with Jay Hilburn, and a lover of all things self-expression. If you know you have a message and mission to live out in this life, but if you're like me and you get caught up living for the expectation of others, then this is the show for you. For most of my life, I sought the approval and validation of everyone, especially those closest to me, and lost myself in that journey. Thankfully, my passion, curiosity, and evolution brought me here. Each week, we'll dive into the latest examples of how to authentically express yourself through what you wear, how you design your home, how you lead yourself and others, and so much more, all to help you find your unique gifts and share them with the world. Because when you express yourself, you allow others to do the same. That's the power of expression. Now let's get into it. get started just after this message. If you're someone that's well-connected, driven, and eager to learn and grow a custom men's fashion business, I'd love to talk with you. I have partnered with Jay Hilburn, the world's largest custom lifestyle menswear brand with a fully independent sales force. Besides the world-class training offered by the home office, my personal program is based on a proven five-step process that helps you become your very best and show up fully both professionally and personally. If you're interested in learning more about this program and growing your fashion business, I invite you to request a free call by texting the word STYLIST to 573-502-0103. Again, STYLIST to 573-502-0103. I look forward to talking with you soon. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Power of Expression podcast. I am so excited to introduce and to share a little bit about my first guest that I had on my podcast, my dear, beautiful friend, Sarah Tamaya. She has a really, really incredible story. So what I want you to do is as you're listening to this really fun podcast interview is for you to find yourself in her story, because I guarantee that you will walk away with so much wisdom and tools that you will be able to use in your life to impact and make changes as you choose, right? So she went from a CPA in corporate Canada and 15 years later, there's a journey and she's now in Mexico living a very colorful life, expressing who she is and her passions, and now is a quantum hypnosis healing technique healer. So enjoy this interview. I know, no, I know without a doubt that you will find so much value and absolutely some tools. And she does this really great core value exercise and how that integrates and embodies her whole life. So enjoy my wonderful interview with my very first guest. 
Okay, so, so excited. So welcome to the Power of Expression podcast. And I am so thrilled and so excited to have my first guest and an incredible friend. And I'll share the story of how we connected and how we met. But Sarah Tamaya, I am like I said, so excited and so grateful. You are my first guest. Yay. <laughs> so so welcome. How are you? I'm great. You know, today feels like a really easeful day for me. Um, really sunny outside, feeling great. So honored to be here um, with you today. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. So we were just obviously talking before, you know, before I hit record and just kind of how we just the power of connection and, and, and how we and how we connected. And you have such an amazing story. And I want to obviously get into that. But just to share how we met and how we connected. And um, it was actually a year ago this month that we met in Zoom, in, you know, in the box <laughs> through, um, through a really great mastermind that we had both joined, but obviously we didn't know one another. And along with seven or eight other like really amazing, powerful, epic, beautiful women. And, you know, I don't know if you ever hear this, but there's such a, a kind of a negative negative stigma around social media and connecting. And I find the opposite. I find that I have made some of my closest connections and really like the heart-centered friends that I have in my life, I met through social media. Mm -hmm. I met through the virtual world. So um, what was your experience when you first joined the mastermind and just this whole like online digital world that we're that we're in? Well, you know, it's a really great question because that mastermind was the first mastermind I had ever participated in as well um, with a group container where we met online. And that was one of my favorite parts was seeing each other um, when we were all together on the group calls, it was really something that was important to me to show up to those calls because I wanted to see everybody's faces. And through that, I felt that off of the calls, just knowing that all of you were out there doing the work that you were doing would come into my mind, would come into my consciousness. And I would just feel good knowing that all of you existed and that you were living your life and moving through the world. So I, I found that FaceTime, so to speak, like seeing each other face to face um, through the screen was really impactful for me. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, just to piggyback a little bit, but, you know, we, we seek what we find, right? Which I know is it's going to go into um, your amazing practice and, and, you know, what you're, what you're diving into and what you're working on now. But um, yeah, just the power of connections. And I feel like I connected more with you and the other women in the group than people I've known my entire life. And um, I think that says, you know, that says a lot that we're, that we're all, 
um, you know, we hear like-minded, you know, attracting like-minded people. And the more you dive into you and the more you express word, um, express yourself, the more you're going to attract, um, those, those other type of, of people, you know, into your life. So I, I, I love that. So, okay. So I know a little bit about your story and, I will say I am so intrigued about um, a little bit of the beginning of your story. So just to do a high level overview. So you were an accountant in a corporate office setting, correct? Mm -hmm. In Canada. (laughs) So just to paint the picture of the other corporate people that said nine to five, Monday through Friday, you have bosses, you have colleagues, you have cubicles, right? You have water coolers, you have (laughs) rush hour traffic, right? Like you, like everything's like gray, right? Like office, like gray. Yep. And I'm sure office gossip, right? <laughs> and you were an accountant, which is very analytical and numbers and and all of that. So to go from that to not only changing cities, you know, states, you changed an entire country. And now you're in Mexico. So again, you didn't just go from Canada to America, you know, or America to Mexico, you went Canada to Mexico. And now you're in this really, really amazing, powerful quantum, quantum hypnosis healer. So with all of that, what was there a moment? Was there a pivotal moment in your corporate America standing at the water water cooler where you're like, this is not me or was it softer? Like what was your soul's calling that like got you out of that gray corporate world? Yeah, it's, it always makes me laugh when I think about it because um, keeping it at a pretty high level. So I worked at this particular um, position um, for 15 years and it was the first I've always kind of followed my mom's journey, so to speak, um, in the sense of she wasn't an accountant, but she raised us at home and my my family had, you know, family businesses and eventually she did bookkeeping for my for my family businesses. And I kind of followed in her lineage, so to speak, um, going to university, etc. But it was my very first day of this particular position that I had um, with a cubicle, which was my first time working in a cubicle. It was the first day after I returned from my very first trip to Peru, which was life changing for me. And I showed up for work that day and I sat down in the cubicle and I looked around and I literally said, this is not for me. This was 15 years ago. I said, this is not for me. And and but I thought, you know, I'm here, I'm going to see what happens. And it was maybe three months um, where I I just knew I couldn't do it. Um, and it gets kind of comical in the sense of I ended up uh, quitting after a few months. Um, and my supervisor at the time, he said, you know, that's that's cool. I totally support you. And um, 
if you want, you can just take a leave. And then if you happen to need this job, which is a great part of the story, if you happen to need to come back for whatever reason, you can, and it'll be really easy to do that. And so I said, I won't be coming back, but I guess I'll do that. It makes sense logically to do something like that. And so 15 years later, <laughs> um, I ended up coming back after going on leave for about a year and a half and, um, you know, kind of finding my way, but I had no plan. So I ended up coming back and working for the rest of the time. But I always knew it wasn't for me since literally day one. Um, I knew it wasn't for me, but um, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a uh, direction. I didn't really know what I was doing <laughs> because that was my entire life. <clears throat> and so I ended up coming back and I needed the money. Right. So it was an easy gig, so to speak. Um, and I needed the money. And it wasn't until 2021. So 2021 was about it was about a year and a half ago. So I always knew that it wasn't for me, but I tried to make it work as best as I could. And I had um, I developed some really great skills through that and connections. And it wasn't wasn't until 2021 I was working with a coach. And she said to me, and I, I knew that she was going to be my confidant. Like I, I had people close to me, friends that knew it was like everybody that met me knew it wasn't for me. Um, but I was good at my job. I had skills, et cetera, et cetera. And I knew she'd be my confidant. And she said to me, what do you really want to do? And the way she said it was like, it hit me really hard. And I confided in her that, you know, I didn't want to work there. And um, I wanted to get into some sort of coaching, um, which was always part of my career, so to speak. But I was working more so in my other life um, in the genre of healing. And I did that outside of work. And I did that kind of privately away from work. And it was the, that moment when I admitted that to her, I felt something deeper even though I always knew for 15 years, I felt something deeper. And I, I maybe even cried, I can't remember, but I said, this feels really real now. And I said, one thing I know for sure is if I were to be lying in my deathbed, and this was, I was feeling this in my body. I wasn't just saying it. I was feeling it in my body whereby I said, if I was dying right now, I would feel sad. And I would regret and have heartache and heartbreak if I stayed at this job and just made it work and didn't go for it in my own self. I felt that deeply and I can feel like the, the you know, the goosebumps in my body when I say it. But it was a deep feeling of knowing um, that I would feel heartbroken if I did not step away and follow what I truly wanted to do. That was the moment. That was the moment. Yeah. I, I and and I, you know, you and I are speaking each other's language. So I I can I I I viscerally understand and feel you know what you're what you're saying. But it's interesting, um, you know, the 15 years, right? <laughs> and but but it it's the like nothing is ever wasted, right? Like it was part of your journey and there were, 
you know, you know, there, there were moments all, all along, all along the way that helped you. So when you had that, that beautiful coach and that powerful woman show up in your life, you were ready to say the words out loud. Absolutely. Right. So absolutely. And anybody that's listening or watching, um, you know, I feel you, there's so many that are experiencing, maybe you're in it right now, but there's so, sometimes there's so many reasons to stay in jobs like that for whatever needs to happen. And also so many reasons where it's the moment where you can, where you can move forward because there's not one way. And like you said, I could list like probably over a hundred, if not more, um, reasons why or benefits that I received or how I learned more about myself by staying um, and and in those 15 years. Absolutely. So there's so many ways of like exploring these things. Right, right. And, and you know, what I have found in my own journey and again, I, you know, what you're sharing is that it is, it really is the process of just you know, just showing up. And it's like, well, what, what, what does that look like? It's what I'll ask you, what does that look like? Just showing up? Well, for me, just showing up, there's always embedded. So leaving my job was just one like big action event that's happened in my life. And I've had a handful of big actions where I've really transformed and shifted like a 180 in different aspects of my life. And every single time that that moment happened where I made the choice, I did, I, I, that shift happened was so much about trusting myself and trusting my own knowing in all of those moments. And so the play of you know dancing for 15 years there was elements of trusting and then oh I you know there was fears that would come up but it was when I was like in that alignment with self-trust and you know moving with that that that's that's where the moments happen so that's what I've worked to cultivate in my own life is trusting myself has been like the biggest piece yeah yeah I love that so I remember so in the mastermind and then even outside the mastermind, um, you so beautifully and powerfully have talked about your core values. And I feel like I feel like and, and, and obviously I want you to, to share and expand, but how your core values have really led you the last 15 years and, you know, where you are today. Yeah, you know, that's that's something that I've actually worked through in um, and anybody can really do this is looking back at their own story and identifying when those big events, those catalysts happen. And once we are clear in ourselves at a certain moment of time in what our core values are, and I generally encourage people to, you know, make a short list of 10 and then pare that down to three to keep it super simple. Um, and I, I pared mine down to integrity, compassion, and fun or humor, because I definitely can see the humor in 
just about anything. Um, so I pared them down to those three. And when I layer them, so to speak, over almost like a timeline of my life, especially in that chunk of time of 15 years, um, I can absolutely identify how I've cultivated those core values to be able to identify them as my top three right now. So looking back at 15 years ago, I wouldn't, have, I, I didn't know what my core values were and I probably wouldn't have identified them as the same three. Um, but when I look back, I can see how those values have developed in myself over those 15 years to get to know myself really to know myself more deeply so I can say, you know what? I know that these are very important to me. And I can look at all the situations and say, okay, was I moving in integrity, how I define it? Was I operating from my heart and with compassion, how I define that in all of the moments? And I might say no. And then I can see through the timeline, ah, okay, like those are moments where I actually cultivated that and developed them within myself through my story. So then now I can anchor them and move forward more consciously and more just steadfastly and with flow and ease because they have been embodied within myself. So it's through that story. It's just so fascinating to me when we look back um, and we can see how we learn the lessons that we've learned and embodied now. It's just, it fascinates me. Me as well. And I, you know, I'm someone that, you know, there's, cer there's certain people and personalities and, and stuff that are, you know, the hustle and the grind and the, the, the how-tos and the tactical skills and how do I do this and how do I do that? But until we understand that our actions are driven by our beliefs, they're driven by our core values, they're driven by who we are, who we think we are, who we believe we think we are, or, you know, so until we stop, pause, stop, and dive into, and even just asking the questions, what are my core values? How many people have really stopped to be like, oh, these are my top three. These are my, or just to even understand the concept, let alone, you know, answer it. Because by answering it, you are diving into you, learning who you are, maybe for the first time or the beginning of the first time. Right. And and then how then how you show up and how you express and then that leads to then that leads to move into Mexico. Right. <laughs> A big jump. But but yeah. understanding the connection of that. Yes. And throughout most of my life, I was more so like I, I kind of describe it as a floater, like I didn't really like analyze, I always analyzed myself, but I didn't really like record things or like journal or really have like a, a studied awareness of myself. I kind of was just like, I was a go with the flow and I still am kind of gal. And I've learned that I can actually incorporate both into it. And I know like the, the way described of, of how your awareness becomes more evident um, with your core values, so many things then can expand from that. It's like, okay, what are my beliefs? And then I, they can always come back to that place. And I know um, some of the work of Joe Dispenza, and I know that you've studied 
with him as well talks about you know when that awareness happens then we can then choose and we can rewrite the neural pathways we can rewrite those beliefs so i like to think of those core values as that anchor point that things then align with and that tuning in to that self-trust where like i can identify does that actually align with my core value or not and then i can then i can tune that dial and say okay how can i tweak that do i need to tweak that based on what happened last night, I think I need to tweak it, you know, what, whatever it looks like. And then we can start to rewrite those beliefs to then anchor those and, you know, pull in more aligned beliefs to the core of our being. Right, right. That's so, to understand, to, to first be in the awareness, right? You've talked about the awareness and the acknowledgement. And then from that, there are then there are the action steps, meaning anchor it, you know, what are your core values and then anchoring them in. And then does this, does this action, does this next step align with my core values? So um, I, I, you say it so beautifully and, and there's just so much wisdom in, in the process of, you know, what you've been through. So I love that. So now I want, so fat, like fast forward, snap our fingers, right? <laughs> 15 years. We're all quantum leaping now these days. Yes. Right? <laughs> there you go. Right. You, you just opened up the door. So you um, had, have, have been sharing about quantum hypnosis healing technique. And the little bit that I know about it, and it sounds like theta waves and meditation and diving in with journey of consciousness. This is all the language of Dr. Joe Dispenza and, and um, how powerful it's really tapping into how powerful we are. Right. Absolutely. So what was your, like, when did you, when did you first discover this amazing uh, healing technique? Well, I first discovered it earlier this year and it came to me, I don't know how, um, I like to say it came to me in a dream, like maybe it was just a, a thought that came in. I don't know if it was an Instagram ad, but it was 100% off my radar until the moment that it was on my radar. And then when it was on my radar, it was like right in my face. It was, I can't look away and I'm not meant to look away. Um, so I had never heard of it. I had never really, well, I, I had zero interest in hypnosis. I, I didn't know one person that had any interest in hypnosis. Um, I, I don't know if I ever spoke of hypnosis in my life. <laughs> it was so off the radar that, um, the extent to which I, um, followed that, uh, white rabbits so to speak, um, into what it was, the speed to which I did that almost surprises me even because it was so out of alignment in my logical mind of, of what made sense to me. Um, I'd spent so many years working with plant medicines. I consider myself, I consider my, myself a plant person or a plant medicine person. And that was just totally outside the spectrum of that, even though I've, I've learned it's kind of like on the same spectrum. Um, of it. But when it showed up for me, um, it was similar to that moment that I was speaking about with the coach um, and almost more expected because I didn't have this 15 year awareness 
that it was going to happen. But when I did show up, it was just one of those things. I, 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 it was resonated so deeply in me, but not even in my conscious mind. I mentioned to a friend, I think I'm going to sign up for this. And she's like, yeah, go for it. And it was just like, boom, it was gone. Um, and as soon as I signed up and started going through the certification process, I was just like, my mind was blown. And for me, it was shocking because it's been around um, for many, many years, uh, decades even, but just off my radar. So it's interesting how things like that can happen where it, it's out there, it's fully out there, but we only see it when we're meant to see it. Right, right. And and you were and you were ready to to see it. Absolutely. You, well, because of the 15 years and because of every day showing up and tapping into you and learning who you are and who you want to be and, and, and growing into that. So that's so amazing. So what, um, so with the, so you've been practicing now you have clients and testimonials. How has it, how has it, um, healed you, helped you, supported you, guide you? Because it's right, we, in order to teach something, there has to be a level of embodiment, certainly. So how, what are some moments that it's, um, where it's affected you and, and, and healed you to the next level? Right, well, in working, this is what I found, is in working with plant medicines and plant medicine ceremonies for so many years, um, what, what QHHT, this particular method is, it is almost like a plant medicine ceremony in a sense of, you know, you described it very accurately of a journey of consciousness. And with this particular method, clients are moving into the deepest theta, state of theta, which is the somnambulistic state. And within that state is where we experience our dreams at night where we experience um, other types of things in meditations. It can happen really in all sorts of moments, but everybody experiences their own consciousness, whether they're aware of it or not. And so what I've learned through this particular method is, and something that I love about it, it, it is simply ourselves exploring ourselves. And it's not to say because I'm still I still advocate for plant medicine ceremonies. There's almost this subtle um, with with any kind of modality. There can be this subtle belief that it's something outside of us that's healing us. And with this particular method, it is so all the person tapping into their own consciousness. I find the empowerment that comes from that to cultivate our own connection in ourselves to source, to our highest self, to God, whatever people want to call it. Um, within the method, we call it the subconscious or the superconscious. And it shows people their own abilities to connect. It's so easy to see, especially nowadays with social media, it's so easy to see, oh, this person's channeling that, or like this person has this really amazing skill that's like, really cosmic and and there can almost be, become this jealousy or envy or like wishing that we had that um but with this with this method everybody has that and everybody is tapping into that they're tapping into their story their past lives all of the information that 
they can access, which is basically everything. Um, and they're doing that themselves. And so that's one of the things that I absolutely love about it. And I'm so stoked and excited for clients every time, because whether it's a little bit or a lot, they're tapping into themselves and seeing that, hey, wait a second, I can connect to this. I actually don't need something outside of myself. And then they can take those tools um, into their lives, whether it's into meditations or just simple everyday things where they can start to like cultivate what they learned in the session and embody that and grow that connection in themselves. It like, it blows my mind every time I get probably way too overexcited after I get into my car, after, after I've left the session, I'm just like, people just blow me away because whether they believe it or not, they experience it, you know, it's amazing. That's so good. So yeah, so just, you know, I, I came from corporate America as well, small business owner, um, all of that, but just the, you know, the struggles of all of that. And so talking about the beginning, you know, the beginning of this, of this podcast and your story and the, why it resonated so much with me is because I, I lived it. I felt it. I lived it. And understanding how many people think or say, well, how to, well, how, well, how, well, how, like whatever is going on in their life. Well, how do you do this? How do you do that? And what I love about what you're doing and what you're embodying and what you're teaching and empowering, right? That's what you're doing is you're empowering others to simply tap into the power that they already have within them because all the answers are within them and allowing them to, to just stop, to pause. Because if we're always so, if we're in, in the, again, I'm just painting the picture of that corporate America world, right? And you're go, 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 go. You never stop to pause, to look within, to understand, to even become aware or understand that all the answers lie within you, but you have to, you have to be conscious that you're doing it and then conscious that you want to make different choices. Right. Definitely. Yeah. And that pause is, that's the moment, you know, when you say the pause, the pause is that, cataclysmic moment of expansion and space opening up and awareness of saying, wait a second, everything is possible. Everything is available. And it's almost like I can, when I say that, it's like this feeling of spaciousness within that. And that is like, and everybody has had those moments of presence when we're, we might not even be aware of it because we're so present, right? But these moments of presence are these moments of pause where we're experiencing, whether we're exploring, whether we know it or not. And then over time, if we choose to get more conscious with it, then we can really start to play and participate in the dance. And it might start out as 
a lack of awareness, but a, no, a feeling in my body, oh, that was a really great day yesterday. I felt really great yesterday, or that meeting went amazing. Um, that moment with, you know, my loved one that, oh, that was like such a special moment. You know, those are the moments. And then when we start to experience those even more and experience that pause and that sense of spaciousness, it's like, okay, what do I want to do in here now? And that's where the trust comes in. What do I actually want to do in here now? Because I can do anything. So I'm choosing. And that's, that's where things start to really get like interesting and like living life and experiencing life is right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And you had said, um, just to go back for a moment, but about tools. And I think, and I know that that is really what's so, what's so impactful and so powerful is to understand that it's about tools like life I'm doing air quotes here. Life still happens, but now you're learning tools to help you, to guide you for whatever the next thing, the next thing is. I heard um, a really great analogy about uh, life coaching and the difference of, cause the word life coach is a little might be a little overused. <laughs> hey, it's Jill again. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you're someone that's looking to connect with other like-minded people that love fashion, entrepreneurship, meeting friends, learning something new, and being introduced to a new business opportunity with Jay Hilbert, then you must check out our monthly connect meetings going on nationwide. Whether you are personally interested in the business opportunity or you know someone who might be, then this is a fun way to connect. They are approximately one hour long in-person gatherings with light bites, networking and learning, and they are informative, relaxed, and even a wow factor. To learn more about our connect meetings and register to attend one in your city, text the word connect to 573-502 0103 again the word connect to 573-502-0103 now let's get back to the show oh i just said it's a big label life is like everything <laughs> right 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 um but i heard this analogy and um back to to what you're you're teaching but life like just again i'm doing air quotes life coach a lot of life coaches will just simply teach you how to stay afloat. But a functional life coach and the tools that you are now teaching is embodying is teaching you how to stay afloat. I'm sorry, is teaching you how to swim. Sorry. Life coaching teaches you yeah. to, how to stay afloat. Functional life coaching is teaching you how to swim. So that's, gotcha. that's the tools. And so again, just back to the, the quantum hypno hypnosis and it's a tool. And so for people to understand, well, I don't know this or I don't know that, but just like with anything, it's a tool that you can learn. And that's what you're, that, that's what you're, you're teaching. 
Absolutely. And I like to say to clients and because within an experience, people are commonly having a, a past life regression. And within this particular method, we're also connecting with the highest self to get access to the information and the healings. So people are able to not just have an experience, but then receive information about why that was the experience and have a deeper understanding of why did I experience that past life and how did it carry forward in this life? So that swim, so to speak, as you describe it, of, you know, I can have, I can think of tools of, of, um, you know, swimming, right? We're learning how to move our arms and move our legs. And there can be a lot of technical aspects to those. But then once we really start going, once we really start embodying the movements, they start flowing more and we refine the skill, the skill. And maybe we start to dive down into the water a little bit more. And maybe there might be something down there. Maybe there might be something really interesting there that we might want to explore further. Maybe we might want to stay on the surface, but we can then choose how to navigate in the water and experience not just the movement of swimming, but experience the water, experience the feeling on our body, experience all sorts of things underneath the water. And it's with that trust and the cultivation of connection to oneself that the, the comfort level, so to speak, the, the line of the comfort level is starting to shift and move to, hey, I'm okay not knowing about what might be down there but i'm curious and i'm gonna go because i'm trusting and i feel safe in that trust so i'm going to move down there and see and then all of a sudden like well like i'll describe to people in a hypnosis session i might be experiencing swimming in the water and all of a sudden that might shift to me flying through space and I might all of a sudden be experiencing something totally different that I would not have accessed if I wouldn't have learned how to swim and the movements and then gone in the water and felt those feelings. That then opened up this door that, hey, now I can experience this now. Wow, I couldn't have even imagined that, which is like an example of me and aligning with QHHT and moving through in that practice. I wouldn't have seen it five years ago, one year ago, but the door opened because for whatever reason, I was expanding, I was learning more about myself, I was getting the tools, which we all do in all these different ways. And then we can learn to do that. And so many people in the world are doing that now in, in various levels. And so we can all do that and, and start to play in that world. That is so beautiful. What a what a really beautiful analogy of the the swimming. I mean, obviously I brought up about the swimming and the staying afloat, but how you were able to really paint such a beautiful picture of what, what it looks like and even what it feels like to start the, to start the journey. Mm -hmm. um, Self-expression, right? Oh, it's so beautiful. It is so beautiful to see how, we create to really experience and become more conscious of how we create our own ex life experience 
And it's so beautiful once we say, oh my gosh, oh, I see how I did that, or I see how I created that situation. And then we can choose. Then we can choose how to dance forward, how to move forward um, to the best of our ability, you know, at that time. Right, right. Ah, oh, so amazing. So where can they find you, learn more, attend one of your retreats? Well, they can do that in a few ways. And one of them is on my website. And that is saratamaya.com. And I can also be found on social media. I've just got two platforms on there. Instagram, my tag on Instagram is our center line. Um, and the spaces are underscores in between those words. And I am on Facebook also as Sarah Tamaya. Wonderful. So beautiful. So I'll just um, end it by saying, you know, the Power of Expression podcast is all about tapping into you and learning who you are and self-expression. And what I love about you and what you're doing and what you stand for and the connection that we made a year ago was you were showing up as you and you were showing up with so much love, with integrity, compassion, and fun. And I felt it. I viscerally felt it. And so I, I know that there was a reason why you and I connected. So I just so much love for you and just you continuing to show up for yourself because by you doing that, you are allowing others to, uh, to, to, to show up in a bigger way, you know, and serve in such a bigger way. Thank you so much, Jill. It's so beautiful to be on here with you and congratulations for you taking the step to create this amazing platform for so many people. Yes, thank you, thank you. All right, well, until next time, all the best. Mwah. Love you. Love you. Thank you very much for listening. Grateful and appreciate you. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you passed it on to your friends and helped me get this message out into the world. If you liked what you heard and you could take 30 seconds, give me a five-star review and share it with your friends, I will be forever grateful. Remember, the power of expression is in everything we do. Sending you so much love and until next time, bye everyone.